0: Ever since i made fun of the movie The Iron Claw, I can't get away from Jeremy Allen White because he has like an underwear ad with Calvin Klein and they are sexually harassing me with these photos. They're on my New York Times app. Hilarious. Like I'm reading an article about the Houthis in Yemen and then he's over there just butt naked eating an apple with his schnuts in my face. And I'm like, will you stop sending me these d*** pecs, Jeremy <laughs> Allen White. Trekking, heavy, traveling
1: line. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am.
0: Alright, that's how we're starting the episode. (laughs) I've been burping a lot more. Hey everybody, welcome to This Week in Zoltan. Uh, This is episode 360, I should have looked it up. It's alright, we're here. We're here and it's a beautiful uh, day. It's any day because we record these early, so it's an evergreen episode. You could play these 100 years from now and they'd be totally relevant, except we're not wearing our oxygen deprivation space helmets that we need to survive in the atmosphere. Uh, Before we get started, I want to say a big thank you to our one and only sponsor, the Safe Journal, safejournal.co. 25% off if you use the code Zoltan at checkout and you get a handwritten note by me, and it's really been helping with my uh, handwriting. I've been killing it. In fact, I was on the road last week and someone ordered a safe journal, but I wasn't at home for an entire week to write the personalized notes. You know what I did? I grabbed a postcard in Sacramento, and it was a Sacramento postcard with the capital of California on it. And I sent that guy a creepy postcard from a man he didn't know.
1: That's dedication right <laughs> that there. That
0: is dedication. So even if I'm on the road, I'll just send you a postcard from whatever town I'm in, and, uh, and everyone will know what I wrote to you. I didn't realize how uncomfortable sending a postcard. Everyone can read your message. You can't say anything that personal, (laughs) you know? So, uh, but yeah, the safe journal is a wonderful tool. uh, If you're brand new to journaling or if you're a seasoned journaler, what it is, uh, the person that created this may or may not be here may or not, may not be me uh the person that created this wanted a journal that they've always wanted their entire lives so they were a seasoned journal and they're like i've wanted to create something that had everything i've always wanted and they put that into this and i think that's what really sets this apart from just a blank ass journal of nothing is that a good description i think so yeah and yeah. so, uh, if you're brand new or seasoned, get into SafeJournal, SafeJournal.co. Twenty five percent off a checkout. Oh, with we Zoltan. just got an
1: order in too. It just we just got, got an that. order.
0: <laughs> is, it a, is it a podcast order?
1: Um, possible It is. Hey,
0: it is a- read their name. Let's embarrass them.
1: John Patton.
0: John Patton. First and last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give out his address. Where are we
2: sending this? Series? Last four of your social, John.
0: Listen, we have your credit card information. I'm jo- so sorry. <laughs> anyway, John, thank you so much for uh, for ordering a safe journal. I will be handwriting you a note uh, as soon as we get home. And uh, yeah, safe journal, safejournal.co. That was a good read. I think that was good. We mixed in some personal. We got in some other. I also yeah, I had fun writing that guy a postcard. I didn't even know. I went to a CVS and I got a postcard and then I went to go buy a stamp and you can't buy one stamp. She's like, I got a booklet. So I had to get a whole booklet. So now I got a bunch of stamps I'll never use. But they're forever stamps, so I'll be good forever.
1: Just like this podcast.
0: Just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh For, yeah. forever and Zoltan. Forever <laughs> and Zoltan. Uh, I didn't even. Uh, we got Emma uh, off to the side. Say hello, Emma. Hello. Yep. and we got Mike on the ones and twos. There's the space. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read a comment this morning from the last episode we posted, which went up today, uh, that complimented your deep, burly voice. All right, mm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: <all right. laughs>
2: I can't, I can't extra deep unless it goes southern. I have to go oh, gritty is. and have to go. Hey, uh, everyone doing today? We're having a good it's like a, a, a grizzled, uh, like,
0: retired auctioneer. Yeah, like a Wilford Brimley. <laughs> yeah. The diabetes. us hey, i I'm, I'm doing. All right. Nah, <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good voice, man. I'm always happy right after I get sick, and you start getting out of your oh, sickness, man. and you get that extra deepness. <laughs> and then I feel it, I hear it, yeah. and then I try to do it to you, mm-hmm. And then, but you never notice. You're oh, always yeah. like, get away from me. You're still not better. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, don't I sound sexy? <laughs> you and you're chewing like, straw. <laughs> the hell's his problem
2: <laughs> <laughs> you stole my voice you just start doing the entirety of a star is born
0: i just want because there's always a the voice you think you have and then There's the voice, because we get to hear ourselves, not just from the podcast, but because we do stand-up. Everyone, you've done voiceover stuff, and then you second-guess your voice. You have a lovely speaking Mm -hmm. voice. Everyone second-guesses their voice, and I always think I sound one way, then I hear it, and I'm like, who is this nasally bastard? Yeah, (laughs) isn't that tough? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I hate that. Because I I think I sound like an idiot. (laughs) When I hear myself
2: back, I'm like, who's listening to that? (laughs) Because inside my head... I'm probably the dopest
0: voice on earth, Dude. <laughs> but out here, no. I always think I make, not not just how I sound, but what I say. I'm like, that's a great point. And then I'll watch it back on video, and I'm like, you sound like a bumbling, you sound like a, half the time I sound like I'm doing a book report on a book I didn't read. And then, <laughs> and, but I, I feel like I'm making I'm making sense, and then I hear it, and I'm like, man, you're jumping all over the place. You are not even <laughs> you think it's a great point, and you're like, man, they're not
2: all like that. <laughs> I don't think that whole country is crazy criminals <laughs>
0: <laughs> Germany I'm talking about Germany obviously <laughs> I also noticed that like sometimes when I talk on the not just on the podcast but in person my opinion you know how some people are steadfast in their opinion mm-hmm. and they're bold by it mm-hmm. my opinion is so easily swayed <laughs> Because on one of the episodes, we were talking about Chappelle's last special, which I enjoyed. But you started bashing him, and then I just jumped in with you. And then someone left a comment, and I was like, yeah, I didn't care for the uh, Chappelle bashing. And I was like, wait, I actually like that special. And then I rewatched the thing, and I was like, oh, yeah, I never said that I that <laughs> special. I was coming in to go, just... yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, Mike is right. What? <laughs> like, dude. If you want me to vote for your guy in the upcoming election, just make sure you're the first one to talk to me, or the last person to talk to me on Tuesday in November, whenever it's time to vote. Catch me at the vote. polls. Catch me at the polls. <laughs> I always wonder who's who's like in being
2: influenced by those poll people. It's you. It's yeah. me, dude. Like, cause,
0: and not so much politically, but like opinions, social, like on other things, like art or whatever. Someone will come in and go, "Well, actually, this." Like, I remember when I started stand up. I thought I liked Dane Cook and Carlos Mencia. Like when I was brand new to stand up 2006, those guys were the two hottest acts going. And I'm like, yeah, I really like their stand up. And then every open micer that I was at this open mic with were like, ugh. And then I was like, yeah, ugh. <laughs> like, those guys suck. You got to get on Marin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> and but now it's the same thing. Like, ooh, Marin. You like Marin? Yeah. Because I, remember, yeah. I also, like Dane Cook was awesome. I'm sorry. He was really good.
0: Shit, back in the day, he was so good. And then, but I'm also influenced by it too. Where I had enough people that did the thing that I did that told me he was bad and that told me Mencia was bad. That I'm like, oh, I guess they suck. And then Mencia ended up being a joke thief and stuff. So like, whatever. That ended up working out. But (laughs) like, sometimes opinions are good. But like, it's crazy how much you can get influenced by just the chatter around you. Yeah. And not, not just for comedy, but movies too. Like we've been watching movies at home, just renting them and they suck at home. Every movie <laughs> that we've watched at home, I hate. And they're all winning the, all the awards, yeah. mm-hmm. all the awards. What was that one about the lady who slept with the underage kid? And then they ended up becoming married. It was like called me again.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know what it's called.
0: It was with, uh, oh, the girl from, uh, black Swan. I don't know anybody, but, uh, the movie sucked. It, Natalie
1: Portman. Natalie yeah. Portman
0: was in it, and she was playing an actress that was gonna play Julia, whatever her name is, uh, the girl from Big Lebowski. This is Ma- <laughs> May December. May December. Yeah. You were not even close. <laughs> you, I wasn't even. You know what I was gonna call it? I think the movie's called Me Again. <laughs> <laughs> it was in May December. It was close. The, the
2: the Google search is wild. I wrote Natalie Portman slept with student. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I had to look for. I was like, oh, okay. and it came up right away.
0: So she was in the movie. She plays an actress that's going to play the woman that slept with the student in an upcoming movie. Mm-hmm. So she's coming out to like shadow her for a week and kind of, you know, get her mannerisms and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I thought that movie stunk. I thought it mm-hmm. sucked. To, like, And you know what it is? It's because we were watching it at home. The cats were around. I was distracted. And I need to be in a theater.
2: Also, oh, why, man? Like, what does that have to do? It's not like she's doing somebody famous. It's not like she's trying to be Albert Einstein, and you got to know what. He, like, people are gonna <laughs> yeah. know. No one knows what this, how this lady moves her hands when she talks. That's true. What a waste of time. That is. I didn't
0: even think of that. Uh, yeah, you don't have to be all method acty about a person. No so one you're really knows. A, a young man's uh, belt in, the, <laughs> in the, at lunch break. How do you? What are you talking about, Natalie? <laughs> Oh no <laughs> wow! Yeah, because at the end of the movie, she starts getting her mannerisms down, like to a T, to a creepy level. And then I don't even remember how the movie ends. Then she leaves. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she just goes and, you know, goes back to shooting her movie. Um, but I actually met, you know, the big famous one, Mary Kay Letourneau. Mm. I saw her. Cause she lives in Seattle. So I think this movie was based on her because she ended up marrying that kid she slept with. And they had a bunch of kids. They're still together to this day. And I was working at a comedy club outside of Seattle, and they had a – outside of it was like a dance hall. Like Mm -hmm. they had a DJ playing. And so right after the show's over, you're in this nightclub. And I was sitting there, and the security guard from the comedy club was there. And he goes, you see that guy DJing? Uh, I was like, yeah. He's like, that's the kid. That's now an adult who was the student that slept with that Mary Kay Letourneau, and I was like, "Whoa!" And he goes, "And Mary Kay Letourneau's right there." When was this? This was in twenty. Well, when it happened it was like '96, but like, no, no, yeah. This this happened in like 2015, and not. I don't, I'm not trying to be fact checker guy. No, were they not together? They're in not tw- married anymore.
3: They Whoa. divorced
0: in 2017. Oh, so they were together in 2015. And she died in 2020.
3: Oh, Whoa. she's dead. Yeah.
0: Well, that oddly makes me feel better for what happened after uh because i was i'm not happy she's dead that came off dark i thought you guys would chuckle and then now (laughs) i'm just left with that statement but so this is 2015 so they're still together and she was there watching him dj and when he told me that i started i was like looking at her and i'm like i have to google this so i googled her and i like pulled up her photo and i'm doing a comparison and while I'm looking at the photo, I look up. She's no longer there. She's now behind me. So I wonder if she looked over my shoulder and saw, like, a big zoomed-in image of her face. Of me going,
3: huh? <laughs> is that her?" That's I am a so, Zoltan thing I know. To do. That is
0: such a me. I am so happy she's dead. Because, like, that embarrassment died with her now. Like, I can let that go now. Like, like you had to kill her. It's <laughs> <laughs> too embarrassing.
1: Whenever we go out and Zoltan wants to discreetly tell me something... He'll be like, You see that woman over there and he'll point <laughs> at her? <laughs> he loves a good point.
2: I'm a good pointer. <laughs> you can't go either direction because my, my girlfriend will she'll like she'll do one of these like bitch you got it right in front of people. <laughs> And I'm like, you can't do that. And I'll stop her. I'll be like, just say it out loud. Like, now everyone knows we're talking about them.
0: But you know what else? So I'm way too on the nose. So is your fiance. Yeah. You know what you are though? You're too discreet. Because you're really trying to play cool. So we'll just be walking. And she'll be like, you see that? And then I'll just I'll just go, What? Huh? Huh? And then you're like so true. And then you're to like, her. <laughs> She's like, look where I'm looking. And I'm like, where are you looking? And I'm like, point, give me a heads up because I'm over there like you see that (laughs) that right there look at that mole like i'll point it out i
2: had a very similar one john goslin do you know john goslin john and k plus eight yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. he was a dj for a while and he was djing a corporate event that i was doing oh no and i i i have his number that's like we hung out wow he was pretty cool like he was very much he's like yeah, I'm I'm that guy. Look at me now, DJing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I have mad respect for that. That is awesome. Yeah, and good DJ, good not <laughs> a bad fine. DJ. Play right? music. What do you you know? Yeah, I know. He faded them together well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He just kept playing the theme
2: song to the show.
0: (laughs) Man, when I DJ a house party, the songs clearly end and the next one clearly starts. There's no, like, fade through. Like, one beat isn't going to the next. It's like, now it's going to go slow. He was super... I used to make videos for these corporates that they'd play on one of the days where I'd pretend
2: people were celebrities in the crowd. I'd be like, oh my God, look, it's... it's Sonny Bono was a guy that kind of looks like him and always got a good laugh. And then I was like, oh my God, look, it's John Gosson. He's like... I am John Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> he was super down to do it. It was.
0: I was very impressed. That's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good that he's down to earth because I remember they had a big falling out. Did you ever watch that show, John and Kate Plus Eight? So it was these. It was this couple, and they ended up having eight kids. Where we're, at the same time, IVF. They ended yeah, up, and intro, they had, Well, they had six at the same time, and, and they then had two already had, had Twins. Yeah, oh and my then God. they had six. Yeah. So John and Kate Plus Eight. I wouldn't feel good about being one of the kids and just being called plus 8. Like why do why do you guys get a name? We don't we don't get a name. Name us. No. I'm why isn't sure it they don't John it. and Kate and Sam and Will and <laughs> Diane? It's the longest. Yeah, it's the longest TLC <laughs> title of all time. Name us all. But yeah, I remember they broke up and then she got a bad haircut and then I, I that was the first time like a, a famous couple broke up and they both dealt with it by both getting bad haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she got like this weird edgy one, and then he's like, "I'm a DJ now," and he turned into kind yeah, of a douche. Yeah, yeah. But he got the raw end of that
2: deal. Apparently, he had did. like a, a what's that clause? You can't talk gag oh, order or something. Gag order So he wasn't allowed to talk about all the crap that went on behind the scenes. But now wow. he's talking about it, and it's like it's wild.
0: Oh, is it time
2: limited NDA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like talking about it. Nobody cares, so nobody's paying attention. But it's, right, she was a monster to him. And then you look back at all the old clips, they'll be they'll play old clips and it's like, yo, she was mean. He's just a guy working trying to support eight kids, and she's like, Scream, you're breathing too hard. He's like, <laughs> you're
1: breathing. Oh, man. Every s-. woman has that complaint. <laughs>
2: yeah, eight kids and a and a Karen haircut to go home to. Like, of course I'm upset. Of course I'm breathing
0: heavy. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I've noticed I, I get the breathing complaint when I'm laying like this. So yeah. if the pillow's like this and I get I just naturally like there's just a little that comes out and she's like what you were breathing so loud I'm like I'm just living like It, you know when you should be nervous? When you don't hear this, yeah. when you don't hear this, it, it means it means I am dying.
2: Apparently, when I have headphones on, yeah. I breathe so heavy. That's why I keep one ear out when I'm here. <laughs> I'm serious because I keep this ear out because if they're both on, I, for some reason I start, <laughs> and so I have to. I usually keep one ear out so I don't sound like I'm climbing a
0: hill. Oh dear. Well, you know, we're all just trying to sound good. We're all just trying to live. We're all just trying to live. (laughs) Live and let live and be good. Um, Oh, we had a good week. You got a good week without me, which Mm -hmm. was nice. You've been begging for that. Mm -hmm. You're like, please get out of the house. Mm -hmm. And I was gone for all of... It felt like three weeks, but I guess it was only five days. Sacramento, San Francisco, Bakersfield, two in L.A. Yeah, it was five days. And uh, good Lord, you ever perform in Bakersfield? I have not, no. Yeah, Bakersfield's the middle of... Thank you, by the way, to all the people that showed up. <laughs> let me start off with <laughs> Yeah, let me yeah, we we like <laughs> packed out two shows. First one was sold out, the second one was close to sold out. So thank you for doing that. Uh toughest I've performed in Bakersfield for over 10 years and they've always been tough crowds. Like I can get them to laugh but it's so much work than any other show and I always assumed it was because it was they never had a proper comedy club mm. so I always assumed oh they're like this because I'm doing this at a nightclub. They're like this because I'm doing this in a Mexican restaurant. They're like this because the setting is off yeah. and then we they opened a proper comedy club The Well and it's a nice place and I'm like oh no it's the people. <laughs> <laughs> we can have the ideal situation and it's still the people.
2: How crazy is it that a crowd that came out to see you is still like still a little, stiff. little iffy? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it might have been the poor host. He didn't, they didn't give him the memo that it's a clean show, mm. so he went up there. I remember I was peeing and I could hear the show. I'm in the bathroom and he opens with, Hey, we got some titties out tonight, and I was like, Oh dear, <laughs> which even if it's not a clean show, probably not the best way to open. I, yeah, it could be the dirtiest show of all time. <laughs> How about? How's everyone doing tonight?
3: <laughs> yes. Nice titties.
0: Like,
2: start with so, with a something that works.
0: But I, I could tell it was a stock line because he said every time we have a celebrity comic, the titties come out. And then I was like, what? And then I went out there, like right before I went out on stage, I looked <laughs> yeah. around. There are no titties. Like everyone's dressed regular. No one's dressed scandalous. That's my and favorite. So that ahead, means it was just a stock line that he's yeah, like, yeah, anytime yeah. Polly Shore comes up or someone comes up from oh, the boobies is out. Uh, and you, you heard him say that, and you were like, "What?
2: I'm a celebrity? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just got super excited. You're like, say tits all you want, bud.
0: <laughs> I'm the exact opposite of that. When he said celebrity, like, Ugh. because if you are a celebrity and you're in Bakersfield, that means it's over. <laughs> Like if you're on the climb you're and you're on the there, that's down, yeah. great. But if you're if you're on if you're a, a bona fide celebrity and you're not in whatever the giant theater is, the Fox Theater in Bakersfield, and you're at the comedy club, that's not good. That's not a good sign. Do they have big acts that come through there? Is I this mean, owned by like one of the big? No, this is whatevers? owned by a comedian. He's a really nice dude. Uh, he uh, used to do comedy or still does comedy, and then uh, he was running a show at this bar, and then the bar. Owner wanted to sell, and he's like, You want to turn this into a full time comedy club? And then so he did. That's and it's great. Bakersfield's first I know that they've ever had like a legitimate, regularly run comedy club. Oh, yeah, they got Brian Callen, Doug Benson coming. They get yeah, names. Good, they get time. names. I'm not saying those guys aren't celebrities. I just mean for me. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I don't look at my, it's not, I'm not, like, it just isn't. And then so if you say celeb, I, I don't know. That's just my own insecurity. But yeah, he he ended up being really dirty and uh, bless his heart. He was a nice guy, and I'm sure he does well on like other shows. But the crowd really pulled back on him, yeah. And then so he tried his best, and uh, he was a really nice guy. I love stock lines that are just like I love stock painfully lines.
2: painfully obvious. Yes. like <laughs> I love when someone a joke doesn't get anything, and they're like, "You're laughing because
0: you think this." Yeah. Like, Nobody's <laughs> laughing. My favorite line in comedy is, "You're probably thinking." Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no one. Every time I hear that as an audience member, I'm also guilty of saying this as a sure. comedian, so I'm picking on myself. But like, anytime I hear, I know what you're thinking or you're probably thinking. I'm always like, "No, nah, I wasn't thinking. That. I was waiting for the next line in your joke." <laughs> <laughs> I used to be so against like. You'll get
2: that on the way home. Oh yeah! Mm -hmm. And as I was like realizing that I hate that, I was like, "Oh, that's you do that."
0: I have a bit where I was like, "That was like the line." I was like, "Whoa, god damn, dude!" It took took (laughs) you some time to figure that one out. It goes to the classic line: you point enough fingers, or there's you point a finger, and there's three pointing back at you. Like I can poke fun at comedians all all day long and point out little cliche things that they all do, and then we can look at enough footage of me and go. You're dumbass at that too. <laughs> <laughs> welcome You're not, to the club, buddy. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the club. You also had a joke where you said, "And then I just walked away, or then he just walked." <laughs> that used to be my big pet peeve. It's like every time I would ten years ago or whatever, when alt rooms were. St- remember when there was like a big distinction between yeah, club yeah. acts and alt acts? And um, I remember every alt show I did, every comic would have a weird story between an interaction with themselves and the other person and they didn't know how to end it. So they ended it with and then he just walked away. Yeah. And I always wanted to go, what'd you want him to do? He didn't know you.
2: Yeah.
3: He
0: didn't know you and you and you he watched you trip on a waffle. Why would he <laughs> hang around and create dialogue? Of course he left. Or great a uh, um uh, and then I killed him. And then I killed him. <laughs> and we're dating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
2: we're dating. <laughs> I did one of those big shows where it's like a joke off at the bell house. Uh-huh. Or whichever the one in the big one in Brooklyn. That's the bell house. Yeah. yeah. And it was like everyone gets one, one joke, one joke. And then the audience decides. And this girl took this long story that like whatever. And it made at the end she goes, it was very racist who this person was in the joke. And then she goes, and then I killed him. And so I just went. I'm not dead. (laughs) That was my line. And I was like, can that be my joke? they were like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I caught the thing. I was like, oh, don't do that. I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to do one for you, too.
0: (laughs) I like that kind of stuff. Because every uh, every era thinks they're so unique and groundbreaking. It's like, dude, we're going to look bad in 10 more years anywhere. Just like every generation before us. So just have fun with it. You don't have much far to look back. You just got to look at your old clips with your old hair. And be like, I know, oh, look at that dude. Guy. <laughs> remember i watched i was that's down o- jealousy by the way no, <laughs> I, don't, I can't grow long straight hair so, so je- screw you pal <laughs> i'm jealous of myself from then i was like man i put on like modern male, like some old set of mine and i was like man that guy looks so cool and, and
1: oh, yeah you did have that moment
0: yeah and then yeah. you broke it down you're like you just have your hand in your pocket that's all that's yeah, you're not-
1: wearing a cool jean jacket and you have your hands in your pocket and
0: and think I was just cool. smooth. I was like buttery that day. Yeah. I don't know what was happening. And I'm like, then I look at new footage and I just like with my knock-knees just stamped into the ground. I'm like, oh <laughs> and I'm like, what is this guy, dude? Where's the cool guy? That cool guy is dead. That guy died. That yeah. guy died. I think what it I don't know. I'm just surrounded by like coolness, like the ever since I made fun of the movie The Iron Claw. I can't get away from Jeremy Allen White. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. The guy from the bear? Because he has like an underwear ad with Calvin Klein, and they are sexually harassing me with these photos. Right, he's got the big ones right by REI and uh, Lafayette Dude. and um, Delancey or something like They're that. They're on what? my New York Times app. Hilarious. Like, I'm reading an article about the Houthis in Yemen, and then he's over there just butt naked eating an apple with his <laughs> schnuts in my face. And I'm like, will you stop sending me these dick pics, Jeremy <laughs> Allen White. Ye- the Yemenis, holy mama. Or... <laughs> Her- the Houthi. <laughs> the Houthi mamas.
2: <laughs> Who think I am in German?
0: <laughs> but yeah, they, like I was in LA and I was hauling ass to a set at the comedy store and I had to park super far away and I'm running and then there's a giant video screen of him in his Calvin Klein underwear bent over a big old bulge and he's eating his apple and I had to stop and I took a photo of this and I sent it to Emma and I'm like, I can't get away from this guy. <laughs> like they're bullying me with his stuff because... You know what's really the most offensive thing that celebrities do is when they take these photos and they're shirtless, but they're sitting and hunched over and they still look ripped. Because like for, for regular people, I look fine standing up elongated. Like when I don't have a shirt on, I don't sit down. Yeah. All right, I am elongated. Everything's good, stretched out and proportioned. If I sit down, I start looking like a layered truffle cake. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, you can go, like, oh, that's the jelly layer. That's the tit layer. That's the first belly layer. And then, like, if you are so jacked that you can, like, sit down without a shirt and there's not layers to you. That means you're so rich you have time to, like, eat the proper proteins and stay away from milk. You eat ice chips for breakfast. You're (laughs) miserable.
3: Yeah, you're miserable. There's no way you're happy.
0: (laughs) Like, in that photo, he's eating an apple, and I'm like, I bet the sugar content in that apple is trainers off to the side.
3: Spit it out! (laughs)
0: Spit it out! (laughs) Don't you swallow,
2: Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Also, who's buying Calvin Klein's? Like, they're at
0: Marshall's. I like don't. it's
2: do they have stores anymore? Like,, how do they afford
0: a billboard?
1: They need to calm down with their ads.
0: Everybody. Everybody. like that whole thing, like I don't i'm I'm trying to limit my social media because it makes me feel <laughs> ugly. Other is I'm trying to limit my Calvin Klein. <laughs> <I'm
1: trying> to,
2: <laughs> I got too many of them. <laughs> I wear them on my head sometimes.
0: But all the promotions, because, like, uh, I, I was in L.A., I did that show at the Belly Room, and there was, like, young girls in there, and they all had face work done. I told you this. Like, young they must have been in their early 20s, and they already look like a 45-year-old divorcee, because yeah. they got the face pulled back. Yeah, and bee the bee sting face, I call yeah, it. Yeah, bee sting <laughs> face. Yeah, it was like an allergic reaction yeah. to shellfish or something. <laughs> and uh, Did you have clams earlier? <laughs> it's like, what, why my breath smell? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Why do you look like a 38-year-old realtor on, on realtor on Selling Sunset? But but it's not their fault, because even if you're not on social media being told this is the way to look or that's the way to look, they have giant billboards in that stupid town. Every yeah. billboard, like I went outside and I'm, I was in my head going, why are all those young 20-year-olds looking, have so much face work done when their face is, your face is good at that age. And then I look up and there's a giant billboard of Kylie Jenner and it's just Kylie's cosmetics, and she has her receipts hanging off her face, like it's <laughs> it's dangling in the wind. And I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. And then I saw Jeremy Allen White. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I'm I could be in better shape. And it's all it, it's a I, lot. I, it was the first time that I could in real time relate to the the complaints women have had, uh, even before social media. They used to complain about the image of women in magazines, mm. where. Uh, they're like, yeah, we can't all look like uh, SI swimsuit models yeah. that are like starving themselves, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm, then I saw the Jeremy Allen white underwear ones. I'm like, I get it. We had He-Man. We had all, We had like lots
2: of characters growing up that were like on a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steroided, wrestling. See, these oh, jacked yeah. up dudes. Like, I was never going to. I had more chance of being Yokozuna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember I. <laughs> I thought, know who that is. <laughs> you know, a big thing I've learned in my entire life is that just because you weigh a certain number doesn't mean you will look like the people that weigh that. Like oh, yeah. uh, when I wanted to, when I was younger and I wanted to be a pro wrestler, I thought you had to weigh two twenty to mm-hmm. be a pro wrestler because I was their build weights. Yeah. I didn't know they lied. Yeah. yeah. And that guy weighs one eighty five, and that's why he's so ripped. Yeah. So I tried, and then I was like, chub, I was chubby in high school, and I'm like, man, I weigh the same much as that guy, but I do not look like him without Mm. my shirt on. And then I started losing weight. So now I'm down to 175 and I'll watch UFC fights where they fight at 175. I'm like, Jesus, they're ripped. (laughs) And then me, I just, I I look like I need to stay standing while shirtless. And I'm like, what? So the, the weight and the way you look aren't correlated
2: I have Andre the Giant proportions like if you wrote if you read my stats it's like Jesus
0: Christ and you look at my cholesterol like what the hell is this guy doing
1: man I hate that I know who all these people are I
0: have I have shared so much with you
1: like I've never watched wrestling but I know all the wrestlers yeah
0: every one of them yeah you
2: watch the documentaries are great like the Onto oh, the Giant documentary? i made or watch yeah. all, oh, oh, all yeah, I've them? watched,
1: yeah. uh, what is it, In the Dark? Or? Oh, Dark Side dark of the, Side Ring. Side of the yeah. Range. I've watched a lot. In the Dark.
0: <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what the hardest thing for non-wrestling fans, I noticed this not just with you, but with any time a non-wrestling fan watches a wrestling documentary where they talk about the real life, mm. they have a hard, it's a really hard distinction for a non-wrestling fan to realize when they're talking they're like, "Wait, was that supposed to be part of the show or was that not part of the show?" Uh-huh. And you're then you have to go, "No, that was not part of the show." But then they put this little aspect of it into the show right. and then it became this fake thing, but it was from a real thing, and then it's it gets it's hard to follow yeah. as a viewer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, like there's this guy, An- a- Angelo Galanti. I might be messing up the story, but he got his eye he said he got his eye taken out by another wrestler because they had a dispute and they fought in the ring and the guy got his ass kicked for real and he lost his eye and he was the one trying to attack the other guy because he was told by somebody like beat him up and then take his belt like beat him for real he doesn't know this is coming but you're gonna go do that and then the other guy figured it out once he's getting his ass kicked so he fought back and took his eye out and then Hey, I don't I don't feel bad for your eye, buddy. No, you <laughs> went in to go be a snake. I don't know. And that's the business I wanted to be in when I was in high school. I'm like, I'm gonna go be a wrestler. Did you have a name? I know we keep we always end up talking about wrestling, but did you have a name? I know we do. Uh I was going to steal a guy's name from... I was going to steal Terry Crews' name from Battledome. He was T-Money, and I was like, I'll be Z-Money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then because I was, I was poor, I thought I could play like a white trash rich guy, kind of like Kid Rock. And then, Ooh. yeah, so I could be Z-Money, but I could be like kind of white trash, but loaded. Like, a, you know, bad. yeah, like, like it's a Lamborghini, but the, the seats are zebra yeah, yeah, print, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know like, mm-hmm. it's like real trash. Yeah. Remember
1: yeah. when we saw Million Dollar Man?
0: Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. When we saw him at the airport mm-hmm. and I, I knew him, I knew who he was before he even turned his full face. Yeah, you face. saw the
1: back of his head and you're like,
0: that's the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know that hairline. With some heads you can't, you can't yeah. at any angle. You you know who Ric Flair is no matter where he is. Uh, <laughs> you know, <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> I watched, uh um you know hulk hogan's son just got a dui yeah, oh, in yeah. florida and they released the body cam oh, footage do you watch it oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, his son looks rough by the way his son's 33 but he looks about 45 sounds like Ho- hollywood hogan yeah, he's like, rah, 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 yeah yeah and his he looks like he's having a rough time and um hulk hogan shows up as the good dad that he is To tra- and this is like probably two in the morning who knows what time it is and uh he comes he has like a walking stick and hulk hogan yeah. has turned into a florida dad yeah like he has the big mustache he's bald i lo- he showed up he's wearing his own shirt yeah so he has his own face on his chest like you're not at a show but you can tell uh, all of his shirts at home are just his yeah. hulk hogan shirts he's like he's
2: got no money left now so he's just sewing back the shirts he's ripped. <laughs> Just these tattered
0: shirts. <laughs> every shirt that he's ripped, he's like, I gotta, man, I was really wasteful with shirts. And, just uh, saved a couple of these, brother. <laughs> that always used to drive me crazy when I was a kid. Cause he I was like, my mom would yell at me if I ever left my sweater on the bus. And I would turn on the TV and every shirt, this guy, ah! and I'm like, how many shirts does that guy have? Is that what being rich is? You can just yeah. rip your shirts. And, uh, but yeah, he showed up and I watched the whole thing. And then I came to realize, like, I don't I understand why we release body cam footage now, because so many people were being abused by the cops. And we needed the public needed to see the story so there wouldn't be a riot after every arrest or every injury. And but now we're releasing way too much footage. Like, there's no legal reason why we should see Hulk Hogan's son getting a DUI and him showing up to help. It's it's kind of like, do you know, the woman that was caught masturbating on the beach in off the coast uh it was like east coast like new york somewhere there was a woman we saw this Mm -hmm. she was uh she got busted like handling herself out there on the shores and then they called the cops and there was and they released the body cam footage and she ended up being so embarrassed she killed herself what yeah Mm -hmm. because she was like a realtor and then viral yeah it went viral you know, and it ruined her life, and she was so dismayed that she ended her life over this. There's no reason we needed to see all the body cam footage from stories that don't have someone being hurt or mistreated. I guess it's because it's public record.
3: It I, I get... Police footage, so,
0: right. And now we just have too much access. Yeah, it's, now it's yeah. too much access. There's no reason we should see Hulk Hogan having to deal with his drunk son. There's no reason this woman is embarrassing thing needed to be put on blast so no, she ends no. up ending her life. That sucks. And that... way too many people because that's out of your control there's enough people putting their lives on social media and then they get the backlash from it that like you don't need to yeah you don't need to be doing that no i know like that just happened this weekend where a comedian uh this girl opened for this this guy And I guess she had a rough set, so the guy came out and trashed her, like made fun of her. And then so she went on social media and said, I did not have a bad set and I was mistreated and all this and that. So And then that got a bunch of views. So then the guy who has a bunch of followers, he does a rebuttal video. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, both of you are wrong. First of all, what happened to you wasn't good. But also don't run to social media because you're doing it now. You want attention from it, and you want people to go, "It's okay," but you don't get to control the outcome. Yeah, you don't get to control the narrative. When you, you don't get out to there, control yeah. the narrative, and then the other guy puts out his video, which shows you not doing well. But also, if you're a comedian and you're the person on before you has a rough set, and the only way you can have a good set is to trash them, you're trash. Yeah, you're a horrible act. Yeah. You're a horrible act. So all it really showed was in my eyes both of you don't look that good yeah she and, should have kept her mouth shut but for him to go out and do that that's like it's low yeah it's a low blow and, unnecessarily and and it's delusional to say you had a good set if you didn't just and it's and it's horrible to go make fun of somebody when they had a bad set and it's just low class and but also just take your L like sometimes process things with yourself or talk to someone in person Without having to go look into your phone and then you're pretty much asking, you're hoping that the comments below will make you feel better mm. for what happened to you over there. And that's a horrible gamble because yeah. people suck. Yeah. Those are horrible people. Do it with people that, are, that, that, that know you. So you watched the video? Yeah, they, and he also
2: sucked. Yeah. The guy went back through his videos. Like, he's not funny either. He's horrible. He's, a, yeah.
0: he's some guy that went viral on TikTok, so he sells like a billion tickets, which he's not the only one. There's a bunch of these guys that do this, and that's good for them. Great. I'd, I'd have no issue with that, but they're not good at stand up. Yeah. And this is what happens. They're grasping at straws to do well. They'll fade out. I hope. I'm so ready. Got, they, mm-hmm. They're
2: not going to go back to the club.
0: You know, they're, they're, no one's going to come out. It's the same thing with YouTube stars.
2: Remember when they were selling tickets at clubs and they're no longer doing that? Yeah. Because they show up once, they suck, the people go, what am I paying this for? And then they never, they don't, have you seen a YouTube star? Not as many.
0: I mean, look at Brendan Schaub. That guy, Brendan Schaub was a, a he's a former ufc fighter mm-hmm. and then he went on rogan and then joe rogan told him that he shouldn't be a fighter anymore because he's not that good and then so he, instead he went into stand-up which i don't think that was what he intended <laughs> he's like i didn't mean to go do what i do i just meant don't do that maybe <laughs> and then so now he went into stand-up and then he got a bunch of like people were he was selling a lot of tickets mm-hmm. until people saw that it's bad mm-hmm. it's not good comedy mm-hmm. and then so he's not uh, someone told me he's not selling as many tickets anymore and no, he no, said lots of shows Canceling shows, a lot of weekends are turning into one nighters. Mm-hmm. And I I've I don't know him, so I don't feel bad for him personally, but like that's gonna happen if your shows aren't if people come out to see the thing and they're like, Well, this isn't that good. That's why like gonna, when Vinny from Jersey Shore started doing stand up. He did? Yeah, but I didn't he know that. would sell tickets, but it yeah.
2: would be Vinny and Friends. So he'd host the show mm. and do like try to get a ten out and then bring out a bunch of other comics, which is a smart way to approach that i guess yeah. if you're going to try
0: to transition into stand-up i feel know? like i've heard chris Kattan does that too
2: i've heard a lot of chris Kattan stories yeah yeah
0: yeah so it's like a way to hide it mm-hmm. but I, I feel like it's so crazy that the go-to when something works out is to go into stand-up which is like the scariest one to go into Well, us tick sell tickets yes that's what it
2: is it's just how do i sell tickets Well, i can't sing well I can tell jokes like, you know, but can you know, can but it's jokes? the easiest step foot in the door to, <laughs> yeah. to a live entertainment career.
0: I think mm. maybe do a talk like Ooh. don't even don't even sell it like a, a comedy show. Just go. I'm going to make an appearance and talk yeah. and tell stories. Yeah, kind of like we better. went to that movie. And the director mm-hmm. after the movie did like a, it wasn't really a QA, and a it was like a curated conversation about the film mm-hmm. afterwards. Like do something like that. Because mm-hmm. imagine if that woman started trying to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: Catan, I think I, I've heard from a lot of clubs that it's just, he does like 10, 15 minutes and then just takes pictures with people. Love it. Like then he messes with them on stage or he's not, he's just really doing a big photo op. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Do that. And then read yeah. his book. It's huh? really messed up his book. You read his book? Yeah. What happened to Chris Kattan? He got um, injured on SNL doing a, a stunt. Okay. Where he was supposed to be in a f- breakaway chair and it wasn't. And so when he fell, he like broke, the, he like fractured his neck. Whoa. And he had to be like on pain medicine for, and then he got addicted to pain medicine as a result. That's according to his story. I believe that. But then that. ever since then, he's like, that's when things went off the rail. And you can kind of see in his career how it all fell apart after that. And he's Damn. been addicted to, or he was bouts with addiction because of that.
0: At one moment how many people in america have that same story you just take out snl and they're like yeah i got hurt at the at <laughs> yeah. the loading docks yeah. and, and then I'm... i got given pain pills now i'm a heroin addict well yeah. like look at pain hustlers yeah that's the movie yeah, yeah when we watched mm-hmm. that documentary and they followed that or they, they made the movie about it and then the guy like got hurt at work and then he ends up and all that movie addicted. sounds ridiculous when you watch the d- dramatic
2: version and then you watch the documentary like oh that was Very much the case. Yeah. Like, oh, I just went to the strip club and went, VP of sales. You know, they're just, like, coming up with ridiculous stuff. And they're just, like, hawking pills, man. It's crazy how they're allowed to do that.
0: Illegal drug dealing. Yeah. Which uh, is why I wanted to be a doctor. (laughs) Which is why I wanted to be a doctor. (laughs) I don't know. It's true. That's why... People wrote in their safe journals. That was a horrible connection. I was, <laughs> right. I, was, I was like, if people would write in their safe journals, maybe they could deal with their issues. I'm going to miss these chairs that you were saying. I know. I too. do end up slouching in them, though. They so, they're, very, they're just so comfortable. They I do are get very,
1: kind of sleepy. In they them. make you sleepy? Yeah, like You're, I come in pepped up and then... Like it's sleepy. As that's the a, that's episode a great goes on.
0: problem, though, for <laughs> zip chairs to be. Yeah, like, your chairs are so are too comfortable. They're so yeah. comfortable. Someone actually left that comment underneath. They're called zip chair. <laughs> if you left that comment like four episodes ago, going, where'd you get those chairs? Zip chair. Go here, buy here. yourself some. Maybe Mike will be selling these. Yeah, they might be <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> going up for auction, <laughs> <Who knows?
2: laughs> which sucks because the guy that owns the thing is so cool, and he was really cool about giving them to us. But we just, they just, we don't have the room,
0: and we don't have the room. But they're comfortable chairs. Yeah, they really are. Can we have these at home? No. No? All right. We got a small penis shaped living room, so we can't uh, it's a triangle shape and we can't fit big things in there. What are what are what's your penis shape like? (laughs) (laughs) It's not my penis. I mean the overall the overall layout of our of our house like oh. this it's a there's a nutsack and a shaft and a head on it and I didn't notice it my buddy Dane looked at it for one second and goes oh you live in a rig bud is he Canadian? You know, no but he wishes he was yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. half
2: Canadian. Yeah. Uh, so yeah rig is such a Canadian way of Is that saying. what
0: the I no, thought they he always invented have that weird
2: weird terms for mm-hmm. like Oh, women birds and like, yeah. like all that kind of That's
0: stuff. Right? Dane, Dane, it. Yeah, uh, Dane always referred to his penis as the rig. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I eh, pulled the rig out on her. And <laughs> he was... That's why I did 10 in lockup. Yeah. Wait, what? 10 in the clink. <laughs> it's like, can oh, you jail? The
3: rig <laughs> so dumb.
0: Oh,
2: I can't wait to use rig in
0: my real life. I, I try to use it all the time. I say dingus. Yeah. I like dingus. You're annoyed by it. Not as cool. Not, I mean, it's definitely not cool, but I think it fits my brand a little more than the rig. (laughs) (laughs) I think I use wiener a lot. Ah, I said it today. We went to go get these coffees and, uh, uh, they have all these pastries and one of them was like this, uh... Picking a blanket with a big hot dog in it, and uh, and I was like, "What are you gonna get?" And she's like, "I'm gonna get this one." I was like, "I was thinking about getting one of these wieners," and I like to say it all loud, just like I'm still 12 years old at heart. I'm like, huh? But you're also
1: like an embarrassing dad too. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I am an embarrassing dad. I love dad jokes. They make me so happy. They, I never, I can never, I can do them in practice, but I can't. I can't do them like like if someone's like give me a dad joke I don't have one it has to happen dad jokes are just like a vibe more (laughs) than anything like remember one time we were boarding a flight and uh, as we're getting on the plane this guy with earmuffs comes from the outside and he talks to the pilot and he leaves and like "Uh, must just got down tracking the oil
1: I remember that.
0: Yeah, and, and then Emma was like, you weren't paying attention, and you're like, what, seriously? And I'm like, no, 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 it's a dad joke. No. And, she's like, you're and I'm so like the
1: worst person because I believe everything.
0: <laughs> like he was there with a giant dipstick. He was like, oh, yeah, so you were a court low." That's so funny. I got to I gotta go fill it up. I don't know. Dad jokes are the best. Just dad vibes. I used to have my Twitter
2: profile used to be uh, funny as dad without kids. So I just love... <laughs> goofing off and having a good time. Huh? Eh? Eh? Do you guys want to pl- Can I get a box, empty plate? Like that's my fa- <laughs> I don't do that around comics, but I do around like my girlfriend and like close acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. That was the food. I, Terrible.
3: <laughs> 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 I hate it. Do you get it?
0: What's the Instagram account that we follow? Where it's like all it's the two dudes and then the dad and then the dad oh, comes in oh, be a I man or whatever yeah or something like that but like the dad does all these crazy dad jokes but they do them all dramatic I like all what it's these called. like they did one where uh their the bed was off kilter and he's like I need a weird piece of wood that this piece this piece he's like i got it oh yeah and then he runs and finds it and they're all just like ah dad saved it 20 years and he's like ah he saved it for 20 years for this one moment uh but they have have the same fyp for you page oh yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) because i've seen all these (laughs) all my entire for you page is either that uh, people falling, boxing, pro wrestling, yeah. and then weird animal stuff. Cats, kittens, bears. I'm getting- there's a lot of Russians with bears. Oh, there's that crazy
2: Russian guy. Like crazy Russian inventions where this guy just like has all these weird tech things mm. that he puts together. It's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. Sounds cool. I can't I get I'm getting too many wrestling mishaps and i don't like that oh yeah people getting hurt in the ring makes me i, Dude, can't, I can't i can't be part of that
0: i have i have the uh the group chat with dane and the guys and then we send funny videos in there and then jason always goes dark with it and then so you'll be in a mixture of like some guy slipped down his frozen driveway and he's like ah oh, damn it and then you're like ah that's funny or maybe like someone slips off a boat and falls in the water Woo his cell phone's ruined and then this guy who like someone who like tried to like jump a bike and then he lands on his neck and now his necks in his ass and I'm like what are you doing? Yeah, I
1: remember we were looking at some of them together and then there was one where like the car just completely gets totaled and oh. the guy obviously
0: everyone's dies. dead.
2: And I'm blood like, every- what? Look what
1: are this you guys silly bird. You're <laughs> like,
2: look at this faces of death link I found, <laughs> buddy. You're banned. <laughs> Dude, Jason comes in
0: with the dark. <laughs> he comes in hot with the dark. Do you ever? Is he a comic, Dane? no no these are my like friends from california they're they're yeah. i think there's a thing with comics and their
2: non-comic friends yeah that they try to be extreme around their comedian friend to mm. like Because I get the same thing with my buddies that aren't comics, that they'll always like, Yeah, but then you put my fist up. It's like, dude, I don't, (laughs) that's not, I don't care. That's not how I
0: want to talk. They're always just trying to like outdo you a little bit. Outdo you? I feel like they were always like that. Okay. Yeah, they were always like that. And I've always been the mild one in the bunch, and I just ended up going to do stand up. Yeah, maybe that's the Maybe I was, maybe they're always just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, uh, yeah, because I remember Jason was the wild child in school too. got in trouble for fights all the time. He got arrested out of a jacuzzi, which is a story I used to tell on stage many years ago. It was before we were 21, and Dane and Jason and I were hanging out at Dane's parents' house, because they were gone for the weekend, Mm -hmm. and we took a big jug of vodka and frescas, and we had vodka frescas, and we went to the jacuzzi by ourselves, and uh, the cops showed up, but we thought they were security guards, because they didn't come through the front, they came through the bushes, And this is the pool, like the community pool, yeah. you know, in a, in a housing complex. And, uh, and they were like, hey, you guys get out of there. And then Jason goes, why don't you come over and get me? And they jumped the fence and they were cops. And then so they pulled him out of the water and they handcuffed him and they took him to jail wearing nothing uh but dane's gym shorts (laughs) because he didn't have swim shorts so dane gave him like old gym shorts and he wore those and it was so funny because once we realized there were cops dane and i calmed way down oh yeah and jason sped way up and they're like he they're like what's your name he's like jason and he said his full name. He goes, You're not going to find nothing. I'm 21 or I'm not 21. I'm 18. He, he like used that as a defense, which is saying the wrong. he's underage. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm underage. You can't do nothing. And they did something, they took him to jail. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a that was a whole fiasco. I was at a, <laughs> a college party, and me and one of the person were the only
2: ones twenty one. Yeah, and they cops came to bust it up, and they were like, "Everyone step where you're at or whatever." And we're like, "We're twenty one, dude. Like you can't get us." And he's like. we're gonna get you for supplying this party and we're like no and then some guy ran out of the party and like jumped the fence and the cops ran after him and we were like gotta go (laughs) like we got just because one
0: guy was an idiot and scared we got out of it it's so funny my favorite thing is when people think they know the law and then they're so confident about it it's like actually we didn't have a contract so and they're like "No, no no that's still illegal like oh Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Now you're just stuck in the situation. You're gonna run. (laughs) Yeah, we we saw a a flipped version of that in the documentary you watched last night. I fell asleep, but what was the name of it? American Nightmare. American Nightmare. It's about uh, a couple, a woman that gets kidnapped Mm -hmm. out of this this guy's apartment, and he gets zip-tied, and then the next morning he calls the cops, and the girlfriend's gone. So the cops, like the story is, is insane that he tells the cops and the cops are like, obviously thinking this guy, this guy killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So they listen to him for eight, like hours and hours. They listen to him, tell this elaborate story that he doesn't break from. He's like, this is the story. And the cop finally gets to his point and he goes, listen, your story sounds unbelievable. I don't believe it. I think, you know, exactly where she is and I don't think she's alive. I think you had something to do with it. I think you know exactly where the body is, and I need you to tell me now. He goes on this long, loud, aggressive rant on how you murdered this woman and you need to tell me where this body is. And then he go he starts crying, the guy, and he goes, I didn't do any of those things. So what do we do now? And then the cop goes Damn it. I got to make a call. And then he left. (laughs) Like, his whole thing got busted. He thought he was going to nail him with the aggression. And then the guy goes, he's like, I didn't kill her, and I didn't hurt her, so what happens now? We have to find her. And he was like, ah. Like, that was his one big pitch to get him to, like. I had dinner plans. I (laughs) didn't know I was going to have to go on a (laughs) manhunt. I got to go cancel my flight to Jamaica. We we got more on our hands. It was really good, though. According to the
2: Independent, uh. This movie disgusts Netflix users. Apparently there is a, a big backlash.
0: It's because of the cops. Is it? I, I think because of the cops and yeah. the, even the FBI. Is this a true story? Yeah, it's oh, a true yeah. story. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's a documentary. American Nightmare is also an American hardcore punk band from Boston. Oh. <laughs>
2: so <that's>, How cool. <laughs> yeah, it and like it's also name. the
0: nickname of pro wrestler Cody Rhodes, oh. whose father was oh. the American Dream, American so he Dream. goes by the American Nightmare. That's a good one.
2: Fun fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like cool. I have to move something else out of
2: my brain to remember that. <laughs> Great, I forgot my mom's name. For oh,
0: cool, the American nightmare. <laughs> Son of the dream. <laughs> Uh, uh, I am Mom, so sorry was it? <laughs> I am so sorry for what I bring to the table in this relationship.
1: I think... don't be sorry, I love you.
0: <laughs> Aww, that's, thank you so much. Yeah, the uh, yeah, I bring a lot of wrestling facts. But no, that was a great scene in that documentary because it was like a big I got gotcha you yeah. moment and the guy's like, well, I still didn't do it and he ended up never doing it. but it's him and the FBI agent too who hammered this guy. And they're just trying to get him to crack, and he ends up having to get a lawyer, which from the outside looks so guilty when someone lawyers up. Yeah. But you see right there why you should get a lawyer, because even if you didn't do anything, cops are going to be like, you did something.
1: You should also mention that you fell asleep 10 minutes into... Watching this,
0: <laughs> you dreamed the whole thing. <laughs> wait, did it, did everything I say was was that no, true? No, no okay. it's true, but okay.
1: like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was asleep. <laughs> I was like,
1: <laughs> it's just so annoying. It was so good, and then he you fell asleep. I'm like I'm still watching it. And then
2: yeah. the crowd in bakerfield booed me.
0: <laughs> oh wait, that was my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was kidnapped and forced to perform in Bakersfield. <laughs> For the record, I had a good time in Bakersfield. It was just work. It felt like more work than San Francisco, Sacramento, and L.A. Uh, I think that's the shit. How much time do we have left? We time. Oh, we got time? We got time. Oh, right, Ten, good. 10 to 60, but whatever. I, um, man, did we have anything else? Honestly, all I came in with today was the Jeremy Allen white underwear thing. and I'm like, I'm talking about his nuts. I'm going to talk about his tighty whities, and I'm going to talk about how they made me feel and made me second-guess myself. I was going to REI yesterday, and there there were two massive ones there, big billboards, and I saw
2: people taking pictures. And I don't like turning around when people are taking—I don't like looking, but I glanced— and I was like, whoa, or, yeah. like it, it caught me. There. I was like, I would. Yeah.
1: I've seen like TikToks of girls getting their reactions, looking at the billboards.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, imagine how happy you are, because you have a big advertising background. Mm-hmm. Like that is exactly what you want as the company. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you were going for. Yeah. You're like, we want people to look at this ad and then see our name on the waistband. Like mm-hmm. that's exactly like. I also think you could get that attention if you put me in the underwear, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to get people to buy uh, the Calvin Klein, but you'll get a lot of people looking and that then would be not a looking. Great way to promote an album or something, just <laughs> yeah. just get a loan,
2: buy a giant billboard of, of you me and my underwear in an underwear ad <laughs> in the same font that has the name of your album in a piece, that would I think you would the kind of press you could get with that would be that would
0: insane be huge. It'd i'd be, buy it uh, it would be funny if like calvin klein reached out going can you airbrush our name off this photo cuz <laughs> we didn't we weren't a part of this he yeah. just bought the underwear yeah <laughs> yeah it's just it doesn't man everything looked good on him his thighs don't have weird discolorations like my thighs look like stained sweatpants like they just <laughs> There's just such a... are covered in... Never mind. Yeah, there's just greenish hue in certain areas, <laughs> and then there's weird parts where the hair's gone. Like, now, Where's that
2: bruise from? <laughs> yeah, the bruise? Like, huh.
0: It looks like I have road rash, but I've never ridden a motorcycle. <laughs> like, I was dragged through the streets. You even said this. Like, no, I fell asleep on the heated blanket. I, I shouldn't have. It's so comfortable. One time I ate soup with no pants on, <laughs> and it burned, like, my inner thighs, and... Like, I have patches of hair that are gone from my legs. Like, you were like, oh, did you shave your legs? I'm like, no, I'm just getting to that age, that white trash age, where your leg hair starts to disappear up to your, like, calf muscle, and then you're like, did you shave your legs? You're like, no, I'm just balding on my legs. Bro, I this weekend, I got bullied into buying compression socks, and it's what? the oldest thing
2: I've ever done in my life. <laughs> what do you have, varicose veins? No, my girlfriend, my fiance, and her mom both were like, oh, your ankles are swollen. And I was like, are they? I was like, I don't think they are. And they're like, no, definitely. And it was just the, <laughs> it was just like, cause I have big feet and big legs, the indent of my sock, <laughs> it like, it was, it made it look like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it made an impression. And I was like, do I have, f-? and so I bought compression socks and I wore them on the drive home. And I, now I have them. I'm like, I and the worst part, they're pretty comfortable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty comfortable. Oh, so they feel good. They feel great. They're not like hurting you.
2: No, no, no. Oh, okay. But it was very annoying to be like, that's funny. No, and then like, well, maybe I am. <laughs>
0: That's funny. It's funny how like uh, it was. It'd be great if it was just a big plan from your fiance. You're like, listen, he has big legs. I need him to just slim him down. Can we all work together and bully him into compression <laughs> socks? And then I they kind work of the out a thing for a man in stockings.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to sleep with a Charles Dickens character. <laughs> like, okay, well, here we are.
0: I've always wanted, you know, like in those old timey movies where like a, the businessman takes his suit off to for whatever reason, whether he's about to hook up with a woman, and then he has that weird belt that holds up his socks. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Like it, 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 you don't see it yeah. anymore, but back in the day they used to have a belt that would go around a guy's legs and it would be like clipped to their socks oh, I have to keep my... their socks up. And I'm like, you don't see that anymore. Like I've been to a lot of weddings. I've never had to rent one of those. Yeah, I, no, guess never, I think it was before elastic was the thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 this <laughs> is when socks were made of... Uh, figured out an elaborate <laughs> S&M belt for your legs.
2: <laughs> Maybe we could just put plastic in. Oh, shoot, we
1: should have. It's a weird one.
0: It's yeah. super weird. But yeah, I don't know. The uh, You could have also just gotten off a flight because I swell on a flight. But I can't take happened. my ring off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I swell too. Flight to Spain, my, I got my ankles started to swell a little bit. And it's yeah. like, that's just
2: kind of what happens, I guess. Yeah. And so from there on out, she's been on alert, apparently looking at oh my, God. looking at my cankles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry for, they don't make socks big enough for me. They don't carry my <laughs> size in socks. It just does it. It's kind a things? They size. don't. They
0: don't. <laughs> Uh, the, I get the size twelve socks. That's the highest they go, and I'm a fifteen. It'd be funny if they sold socks the way they sell pants, like thirty two, thirty two, and you'd be like, "Listen, man, I need a twelve by eight because I need, I need a twelve by fifteen. And what's the fifteen? That's the circumference I need at the top. <laughs> All right, I need a little more ankles. Uh-huh. I need a little more ankle space because I, I swell. I took my shoes off. I've been taking my shoes off on flights now, which I used to make fun of. Oh, but I'm gonna that. leave my socks on. But I take my, sh- I slip my shoes off. And then, do you hide them, though? Yeah, I hide them under. under yeah, yeah, you gotta do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna just leave them out. No. And But... Oh, my dogs are barking. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Oh, And to whip the socks around. Oh, my dogs are barking today. I knew I knew you. Ah, I love that movie. Um, but uh, oh, I was on the aisle seat, and this guy had to pee. So I went to go stand up, and then I'm like, I have to pee, too, but I'm not going to the bathroom with my socks. So I went to go put my shoes back on, but it was so hard to put them back on because my feet had blown up like balloons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm trying to wedge my hooves back into these things, <laughs> and it was such a bitch because there's no, there's no room. So you're, no. like, bent over, and I'm not built like Jeremy Allen White, so I have, like, my truffle layers are in the way <laughs> while I'm trying to get my shoes on in this confined area. I look like Chris Farley trying to undress in that airport in that <laughs> <airplane> <laughs> bathroom and Tommy Boy, he's just (laughs) trying to get the damn socks off, uh and uh yeah we all swell everybody swells yeah yeah Yeah, so don't feel bad
2: oh i have socks now for that
0: (laughs) i sweat on flights i sweat i don't know what happens on a flight but like i can be on a flight and i'll smell like i haven't showered in a week and i'm like how just from keeping my arms down that's it. <laughs> just from sitting like this for six hours, and I will smell like I've been sleeping with goats for 12 years. And I'm like, what happened I
2: smell like a bale of hay. <laughs> I, smell, mm. I, just,
0: I don't know, man. Just I, coach. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get a first class, dude. <laughs> smell like lilacs when you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I get stinky on flights. So I got I to gotta get back and doing that. Um, did you have any stories to share from these past few days? I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that.
1: Um, no, I enjoyed my time without you.
0: Do you? What's the What's the best part of me being gone? I think you just said it. <laughs> I
1: think you nailed it. I think just the silence. The silence.
0: <laughs> I don't keep a quiet household. <laughs> I, I really don't. I I remember like when I came home last night. You were like, "Oh, I'm so happy to have you back." And then I could see myself putting my stuff down, and you're like, "Ah, oh, not so much there. Oh, you're mess. Ah, oh, you're gonna mess that up, aren't you? Oh, you're gonna sit there now, aren't you?" And then uh, you were blaming things on me that were had nothing to do with me, but the fact that I was there. You're like, "Oh, my sales stopped." <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> I remember you
1: said, "Oh yeah, you're like you're blaming me on a cosmic level." <laughs> yeah, because
0: yeah. yeah, like, like her ad stopped working for for safety. And "Ah." she's like, ah, I'm not getting any more sales ever since you shut back up. (laughs) Oh, wait, close the door again. Oh, they're going up. (laughs) up. You got to sleep outside. But yeah, I get it. Like when the the house is set to your setting Mm -hmm. and then I come back in, especially as someone that travels. I remember Dustin used to say this because Dustin has three kids and a wife. And so when he's gone for a long time, when he comes back, he's like, I'm in the way. Like, my family yeah, has yeah. their routine, and now I'm just a guy in mm-hmm. the way. And they're like, can you leave again? Like, you're like, "Ah, oh, you're messing everything up. Yeah. And so that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, Obviously I've we don't have said
1: this before. Like, you got to ease in.
0: Yeah, you tell me that. You're like, ease back into the household. Don't just show up like you live here. <laughs> like you, you never say the second part. I added that. you the...
2: the paperwork. You're
0: like, I'm pretty sure I live here. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I live here. <laughs> my name's on the lease. Like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure of, I have a key. I mean, I get mail here. (laughs) Legally, I think I live here. (laughs) But just come in like quieter. And I get that because I remember when I was a kid and I would spend the night at my friend's house. When the dad came home, it was always such a big to do. Like when the mom came home, it was so light. You guys want something to eat? And then the dads would come home. And it was just like the tension that was in the house when dads would come home versus moms. And I realized I'm the dad in the household. Mm -hmm. I come in and I make everyone on edge and kind of sad.
1: (laughs) Aw. We love you. I was
0: waiting for you to say that's not what happens. (laughs) No denial. No denial. It was more like, aw.
1: (laughs) No denial, but we love you.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh,
2: well, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. You're like, I'm, I'm unwelcome when I come here. She's <laughs> like, so what
0: else did I do this week? <laughs> <And the> Reinsurance? <laughs> reassurance is something Emma and I both work on you know yeah Yeah, because there's times where like we'll pick on each other's bodies but like ourselves we don't pick on each other's bodies Sure, we'll pick on and then sometimes the other person instead of going no you don't look like (laughs) that we just go yeah we'll go to the gym today so like (laughs) like, kind of confirming our own fears about our we both do that to each other and really what that comes from is that we're being negative about our own bodies too Mm -hmm. And, and so the other person's going, I feel fat. And then the other person is like, I feel fat. So then you just take out that part of the conversation out loud. You go, we'll go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. But that other person was like, yep, well, that confirms it. And I'm feeling pretty chunky today. <laughs> you yeah. walk
2: in from a trip. She's like, wow, I had a lot of salt this weekend, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Am I, am I sweating under my boobs? <laughs> what the
0: hell does that mean? You happen? smell like a goat and I can see your sock prints on your legs. Why <laughs> are your ankles purple? You shut up. <laughs>
1: Have been wearing your compression socks? <laughs> You've been,
2: yes. Oh, God. I know that's coming. That's coming. And I'm going to snap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take that well. <laughs> <gonna> take that. <laughs> you know what's worse? Where I was wearing compression socks, and they started to fall down because I stretched them out. <laughs> I stretched out compression socks. How do you do that? That's the whole point. My legs are too big for compression socks.
3: So
2: I'm going to wrap them up like a mummy. I'm going to have to put gauze on them to get my blood flow. These
0: compression socks got to retire like they're old athletes. After so like, like an hour
2: of <laughs> sitting. I, wasn't, I was in the car sitting and I got out of the car and they were they were all the way down. I was like, well, this is screwed. My calves are so. They used to be fun. Now they're
0: just in the way. <laughs> Too big.
1: Oh, he's tithering. That's so funny. That's <laughs> <laughs>
0: terrible. I think that needs to be I don't know if I'm sure there's a company out there. If you were making compression socks that can hold up to the task of Mike Albanese's ankles, uh, hit us up. We'll we'll take a sponsor. Yeah, uh, you you can have the number two spot after the safe journal. Hit me I up know. at the big show on Instagram, holla. <laughs> there you go. I think, <laughs> we, need,
1: I think we need a camera for your ankles.
2: Uh, <laughs> that calf camera? <laughs> calf cam. <laughs> brow, <laughs> calf becomes a morning shock <laughs> shock <Yeah>. show <laughs> it's like a Mary Kate remember the Mary Kate and Ashley countdown that radio shows remember did you remember that no I don't know why I'm turning this into <laughs> more weird stuff but yeah, yeah, yeah but they shock Mary Kate until a... they're 18 oh that, that's so that gross like there was like a lot of radio shows are doing that it's like really? looking back you're like wait a minute what's going on in here
0: yeah because that's what D'Elia did yeah with other women supposedly girls allegedly yeah you can't call them women, because then that uh, you're justifying the countdown clock. How about how about uh, Larsa Pippen? Uh, Michael Jordan's or Michael Jordan's son's new wife, girlfriend. Girlfriend? Yeah.
2: She used to babysit him.
0: Like she was around when he was a kid. Do you know this? Do you want to hear some juicy gossip? I
1: would love...
0: All right, I know we're running, but uh, I, I just want... Because I think you... This is about sports, but I think you would be interested because it's about a love triangle in a way. All right, so Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and Scottie Pippen, mm-hmm. they don't like each other anymore. Even okay. after winning all those championships, they have a beef.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Scottie Pippen's uh, divorced his wife, Larsa. Mm-hmm. Larsa is now dating Michael Jordan's son, Marcus. Mm-hmm. And so... Did you Did you follow all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, And and now you added a new wrinkle that I didn't know is that Larsa used to babysit who she's now dating. So that's a oh. little that's a little creepy. I think the assumption is that she cause she was around like
2: they were like tight when they were uh, coming up when they were like right. on the team together. So yeah. she definitely interacted. And it, either way, it's weird. It's a little yeah. weird. But yeah, you should watch The Traitors on Peacock the traitors yeah it's like a, all these reality show stars in like a house is a castle in scotland and it's like the mole but with celebrities oh okay it's really good yeah, yeah. I if you're into
0: reality my, tv at all it's really good vh1 used to have that like celebrity house or mm, something yeah, some, yeah, yeah. or wait that was the rehab show but it was yeah, kind of yeah. the same but thing. the
2: moles it's the same thing yeah. okay i'll watch
0: that it's really good i hate that i like it but it's good man that must be so i feel bad for scotty pippen because that's the like michael jordan can't stop winning <laughs> you know like he already takes all the credit for all the championships like he can't stop winning and now my ex-wife is dating his son yeah i'm leaving lot. i'm getting yeah. out of here i'll start growing my hair out as he did yeah he's a he's a, he's a rough looking individual he's not doing well he's not doing well well shout out scotty pippen we all love you I i think you're great even though i don't know you um i think that's the show for this week uh, Safe Journal, safejournal.co, 25% off, and a handwritten note by yours truly. Uh, have a great week, everybody.
3: Trekking, heavier traveling
1: life. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am.